Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not hip. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. sound of the cuckoo, you know that it is time for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! Hooray! I am Emma Davenport. And I am Lady Attercop. Are you sure about that? Yes. No, I was going to say something like, oh, hey, cats and kittens. Oh, are you going to try to do some 50s hip lingo? Well, I was going to, and then I decided that no. Because our high trousers voice is so popular last week. And 1950s slang is... Not great. Oh no, it's fine. I can hear it. I can hear me. Don't point oh, at the microphone. Oh well, I was like worried you. you're too far away. I can hear me. I can't hear you. Um, that's what? what? I'm right next to you. Huh? What? Yeah. I can see your voice. I can see your lips moving. But no sounds coming no out. No sound is coming that's... out. I'm just. A, I can. I can read your lips like an expert. <sighs> that's. Fair. This is our feel-good 1950s music movie. The deaf DJ. <laughs> Well, It'll teach you to how be to fair. feel, how to love. Then I get married at the end, because that's what every woman wants. Ugh. I mean, according to all the movies in the 1950s. Well, yes. We are entering the age of McCarthyism. Yes, so so as, as, we, as we jump into the 1950s with music... In our history, our history of mu- of rock and roll, and most of the music we're doing is definitely oh, very yeah. American. This is going to be a su- uh, well. I mean, the other episodes were as well, but this yeah. is going to be super American based because yeah. you have to keep in mind World War Two has just happened, and America fared very well during World War Two, because aside from one small attack or one large attack in in. Hawaii. Yes. There, we didn't suffer a lot of losses. No. I mean, we didn't suffer a lot of physical damage. I shouldn't no. say a lot of losses. People no. did die. But we entered the war late. Yes. Uh, we didn't really get attacked like, say, France and no, England we, and Germany and Poland. and There were spots other. in the United States that were actually considered targets. Oh, yeah, yeah. By, definitely. By the German, by the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. But, however... Uh, most of the planes at the time could not make that journey. Right. We were still we're still too far away. Right. And and they did and they did hit obviously they did hit uh, Hawaii, they did hit yeah. Pearl Harbor. We weren't aware of the, the there was a whole there's a whole thing, I'm sure. Like listen yeah. to our if history podcast. Yes, if you're a history a, nerd. Yeah, like, yeah, but we didn't realize that the the missiles that the Japanese had could travel as far inland as they could. Yeah. They and thought that the ships were safe in the amount of water that a, they were in, and that they would, and that the missiles actually could uh, could travel above on the water, right, and above the water, um, 
was yeah. also an issue because they thought their their ships being dry docked right was would, actually would make them safer yeah um, and that, that's a whole other and then podcast. there's a whole bunch of theories about how like oh, how gosh. the pre- how how the government actually <laughs> knew that there was an attack and that President Roosevelt let it happen because he wanted to, to actively get, get involved war. in the war. Which, I mean, is ignoring the fact that we were already involved in the war because we were sending, we weren't allowed to send money because uh, that was against our isolationists. We weren't sending money or But we weren't troops. sending money or troops, but we were sending ships and planes and ammunition. Yeah. No, and we, prov- we were actually providing uh, a lot of the... A lot of physical goods. Physical goods because... Ooh. Because Britain couldn't do right, couldn't do it, right. and France There's, couldn't. Ooh, do and there was it, also and... a whole plot where the Nazis set up a shell company to buy. <laughs> oh yeah, to buy ammunitions, to buy explosive devices from Edison. Yes. Oh yeah. Because it, uh, as a byproduct of his filming, like when he was making movies. Yes. A byproduct of or a a. a component of making that film was also something that you could use to make explosives and then there was a german plot to set up a shell company to buy massive amounts of this chemical from edison and it's all very interesting yes um but 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 we're not gonna we're not gonna go we're not gonna get into that no there's a lot of other good podcasts that cover that yeah topic but well and (laughs) also in the, the 1950s we have uh mccarthyism yes we have the the uh the FBI becomes an becomes actual thing. real thing yeah. um, with J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> the who Cold is, War starts. The Cold War is a is a, a direct. <laughs> well, J. Edgar Hoover is a funny, weird, J- oh, horrible human horrible, being. Horrible, strange, who also interesting person. had some uh, some heavy duty self hatred. Oh yeah. Going on. Oh yeah. And some, and and and, would, some... and will come up again in the sixties. Yes. So re- hold on to him because yes. he's going to come up again. Yeah, he comes up a lot. As does Elvis. Yes, Elvis also. Yeah, there's a whole thing. Uh, we also, yeah, th- I mean, the 1950s is essentially the decade that is the perfect example of what happens after you have a world war. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and in a society that benefits immensely from right. that world war. So, yeah. like, England is still in the height of. Uh, they're still re- they're recovering, recovery, so and they're France. still under super strict, you know, restrictions, and like they're like they're they're still li- like England and France and Europe and a, a lot of Russia actually. Well, and, actually, and no, Asia as and well. a lot of Asia. Oh, yeah. uh, not not Russia. Russia at this point is grabbing smaller countries right. that had been decimated by World War Two. Well, Stalin is in charge. Yeah, Stalin is in yeah. charge. Enough said. Um, yeah. Yeah, but this is the height of like so. America comes out of World War Two, super in a super great position. Yeah, they're for kind America. of egomaniacs. Yeah, we're... not not great for the rest of the world, but great for us. Yeah, hey. and this is the nuclear family becomes a yes. thing, and Ozzy and Harriet become a thing, and yes. I Love Lucy becomes a thing, and this is the era of America. Apple oh, pie yeah, the and American, wholesomeness and is, standing for the Pledge of Allegiance and I believe in, in God we trust get slapped on our money. And yeah, well, and also the American dream <sighs> yeah. and, a, and a, a 
move like away a from car those... in every a car in every port and yeah. <laughs> a car in every port, a car in every port well, no, and in every, every ship and every driveway. Yeah, like yes, well the whole thing you know where the uh, yeah. you know everybody is getting get moving to right. suburbs. Right. Suburbs become get, a thing. Get out of that house with your family and yes. your cousins and your aunties and your uncles and all of your relatives. Get out of that crowded city. Move to the, the suburbs. suburbs. Yeah, like that's, get a lawn, get a car, have your wife at home in a restrictive dress and some undergarments cooking you a pot roast. Yeah, oh yeah. Also, yeah. volume usage goes up. Well, because here's where women have, have been running America for, for as long as we've been in the war. And they are suddenly told that their patriotic duty is to go back into the home. Yes. Because the boys are home. The boys are home, and, and it is gosh time. darn it, those poor boys got—they've got to have a job. Yep. Damn it, they've got to have a job. They've they got to have something to do. What are they going to come back and do? And you really start to see that slide in the culture from—and if you watch, if you're familiar with music and movies and everything from this era, you see that slide backwards of like well, and the also, flapper and the strong, opinionated ladies suddenly get like real homebody. Well, minded. also if you if. I'm not a big fan of this modern show because I'm not crazy about the main character, but I will say that for the first uh, couple seasons of Mad Men, it is a perfect example of the 1950s yeah. era. It's I believe it actually starts kind of in the mid to late 1950s, but it, it's a very good example of of how uh, how our culture at that time is is kind of. Uh, is designed everyone it, like you've got uh office the office mentality of that time right. period they the uh the the home the home the american middle american class, middle class becomes, a becomes a thing all of these different things happen and and it's a and it's a and it's a heavy duty uh response to the 1940s right. and world war Two. so and then music Oh, music, it's really interesting, though. Yeah, so music, there's still all of the same... Art gets art boring. Cro- yeah, all of the same crooners and singers that right. were going on in the 40s you still got all are those guys. still happening now. You've got, a continu- and you've got a whole new generation of them, because yes. this is when Frank Sinatra becomes a thing. Well, and n- well Mar- Frank Sinatra was actually around in the 40s as well. Right, and but this is when he becomes famous. Yes, this, this is, is when he gets... When, Dean Martin. When he and, becomes yeah. old blue eyes, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he was actually considered, in the 40s, he was considered a, a young... A teeny bopper, right? Teeny like a bopper. Bop. Yeah. yeah, he was he was a rastabout. He was, he was a, you know, he was a teen heartthrob. And and you know and probably and most and most people at that time probably thought he was a flash in the pan, right. like teen heartthrob. No, but here he becomes Frank yes, Sinatra. Yes, but then he becomes. So you have that serious. continuation of the crooners. You also have the crop up of as part of like kind of a subgenre, or I guess a, I mean related to it, I I would assume uh, lounge. Yes, lounge, lounge becomes, becomes a, thing. a thing. So you still have that kind of. I want to say milk toast because you know I love me some crooners and some lounge. Yes. Oh gosh. I do. I do. I have so many Bing Crosby records. I I love it, but it is. 
it is what it is. Like it's not the most exciting music and it is very much a continuation of the 1940s. It's big band yeah. sound, it's a guy with a smooth voice and like a very controlled, casual kind of presentation. At the same time, and keep in mind this is also when owning records and having a radio in your house becomes more commonplace. Way com- like, yeah. And not only just that the upper and middle class have them, but now everybody has access to yeah. either a radio and record. Like, 45s become a thing. Yeah. So radio, like having a record and owning a record becomes affordable for the vast majority of the American populace. So you suddenly have this explosion in different kinds of music that make their way into popular music. This is when white people... Hey, white people. Hey, fellow white people. What's up? (laughs) Discover that, hey, have you heard this thing called Latin music? Hey, have you heard this thing called rock and roll? Well, yeah, and actually, this is also, in the 1950s, this is when... People start taking vacations. Well, this is also when, well, road trips. Yeah, road Road trips trips become become a thing. thing. Going to Cuba becomes a thing. All the the roadside attractions start start popping up. Because now you've got your nuclear family and the summer it has happening and what do we do? You have money and leisure time. What do you do? Why? Yeah. And keep in mind, the New Deal has happened. All of these highways now connect all to of the other. different states. It's keep amazing. in mind that was not an option before now. No. There were not interstate highways. So suddenly let's go. Hey, hey, wife. Hey, mother. <laughs> hey, father, what, let's, why don't we round up the kids, throw them in the car, and go and see that largest ball of yarn two states over? We'll stop at a dam or two. We'll see the... Let's go to the Grand Canyon. Let's go to the Grand Canyon. And then maybe Mount Rushmore. And, then, and the Hoover Dam. Yes, because that's a thing. That Those we... are all super American, and we are the pinnacle of everything right now. Let's go take a look at them. It's true. <laughs> and mean, then on the way, we'll see the you know the, the biggest, biggest frying yarn, pan, the biggest frying pan, that dinosaur place, the dinosaur place featured in Pee-wee's yeah. Big Adventure, the Brown Derby in California. We'll, we, oh, we'll stare I think at that, that was already done. Oh no, it was. Already, was it still it was gone. around in the fifties? I it think was, it was already gone. It might have been, but any oh, of those kind of places. I've seen in the Rocketeer. Yeah, any of those places were things yeah. that people then suddenly people felt had, the yeah. need to go drive to. Well, yeah, you had this giant country, and suddenly you had the ability to travel from state to state fairly easily, and uh, you had disposable income, and you had vacation time, and well, heck. Well, also Let's station wagons and, become a thing. And, right, and family cars, cars become a yeah. thing, where you have the ability to throw all of your children into a car. Yep. And and they're being American-made. Yeah. So, it, like, and this is also, uh, the, 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 the slight digression, this is also post when all of the American car companies killed public transportation in cities. Yeah. Um, which is a real thing. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is kind of based on a real thing that happened in yeah. California. Uh, <laughs> fun fact. But yeah, so public transportation has been killed. This idea that you need a car in order to commute has been planted in the subconscious of the American populace. They're moving on to suburbs. And now road trips are the most American thing you can do. And it becomes a thing. Yes. Also, in in movies, in movies... Yeah, um, so many road they, trip movies. Well, they do a bunch of different road trip movies. There's all the 
uh, Bing Crosby, Bob Hope <gasps> movies. Oh yeah, all the Road the, Two. Yeah, all blank. the Road Two movies. Uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis movies. They oh yeah, buddy, yeah. They buddy up. Also, this is when um, there is a big push of musicals, but oh, but not right. just. But not just music. Like we've always movie had musicals. movie musicals before, but now they actually do movie adaptations of Broadway musicals, right? So that so that a larger audience can now see see it. Will so, it play in Peoria? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. So that is when West Side Story becomes a movie. Oh yeah. You've got Oklahoma. You've got Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. You've uh, got the, the, the so Music Man. You've got Sally. Get your gun. Is it no? No, wait. Annie. Get your Annie, gun. Annie. Get your gun. Everybody's yeah. getting a gun. Sound of Music is that the Sound 1960s? I think that's a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. but this this but, is when but the this is when Hollywood it starts. Music. Yeah, and and keep in mind, again. Europe has been decimated. America becomes the go... I mean, we already were a hot spot for music and movies. It becomes the go-to place. Yeah. Because we are the only place left that has any infrastructure at the time. It would be another decade before Europe and England, specifically in the English-speaking society. This does not please. This does not include Central and South America, because there was a whole bunch of cool stuff happening in Central and South yeah. America and in India there, at this time. There's a bunch of art movements oh, going on. Oh, gosh, in, yeah. In, and in the, and in, Asia and every place else. Yeah, like, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff happening every place else. Um, it's outside of our expertise. Actually, this is outside of our expertise. Yeah. But, yeah, no, but keep in mind, like, as far as American popular media is concerned, we aren't going to get an influx of stuff from other places until the well, 1960s. Well, yeah, one well, also Japan and uh, China and a lot of the other East well, Asian yeah, countries Japan are is, still reeling. Well, Japan has just been bombed. Yeah, they're still reeling from post-war. Yeah. And also there are all sorts of sanctions and restrictions right. being placed on them. Um, so be, basically they're being punished yeah, and for, their and their own their, and their own culture is being squashed a yes. lot of times by America. Yeah, Mac, Joseph McCarthy, who senator, um, he's actually was involved in some of the some of the horrible things that happened in uh, it, to the Japanese culture. Yeah, that which doesn't is surprise why, me in the slightest. Which is why it kind of went the direction that it went. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the things Americans find yeah. really weird about quote 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 unquote. Japanese culture uh, is a direct result of American interference after World War II, yeah, yeah. and especially during the 1950s. Yes. So we're gonna like, and and also, by the way, uh, Mexico is just friggin' awesome right now. Yes. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Mexico is like the cool bohemian place to be, where all the artists and free thinkers and you know, and yeah. not that weird, gross way. <laughs> like, no, no, actual actually, like Tolstoy is down there hanging out with. You know, Frida Kahlo and and Diego yeah, Rivera, a bunch, you know. a bunch of a bunch of the um, blacklisted uh, writers and, and artists and musicians and things that and that, and actual communists, yeah, that are <laughs> blacklisted, yeah, that are blacklisted by McCarthy, Senator Mar- McCarthy, in his witch hunt for for pinko commies, uh, get get end up he- heading to Mexico yeah. at this juncture through the 1950s yeah. because they're like, well, we'll just go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, so there's like a lot of cool stuff happening every place else that we are not going to touch yeah. on. I just wanted to cuz I I didn't I didn't want to sound like America was the only place cool stuff was happening. No, it's not, no. but it's just that, that happens to be our our 
our focus. Our focus. Well, and mostly because if we're going to be talking about the music. We've been talking about American music. Yeah, yeah. this is. But there is still a little bit of, of influence from other cultures we're coming yeah. out right now. Because, again, you have the record. Like, ooh, hey. Yeah. And so you're going to hear some. And people were starting to travel yeah. outside of the All Americas. Right. I so think we need to play wrap it some, up. actually play some music now. So I'm going to press a button. This is Mad Wasp. Radio, home of the hits.
friend of mine called me up not long ago. He knew me since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. But I evidently didn't give him the right answer because he said to me, Mink, schmink, money, schmoney. Think you're hot now, don't you, honey? What have you got if you haven't got love? Silk, schmilk, satin, schmatin. A penthouse high in old Manhattan. That's not enough if you haven't got love. Happiness is not a thing that you can buy. It takes loving, lots of loving from the right guy. Pearls, schmurls, and ermine, schmermin from Jim or Jack or Joe or Herman. That's not enough if you haven't got love. Ring, schming, jewelry, schmoolry. Don't you know that's just tomfoolery? What have you got if you haven't got love? Cars, schmars, and princess schminces with caviar and chicken blintzes don't mean a thing if you haven't got love. Love is just a simple thing that you can't buy. You can't get it wholesale, darling. Why try? Tips, schmips, angle, schmangle. Play around and get entangled. What have you got if you haven't got? Haven't got a love. I'll take the Jaguar on the right. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Ask the rich man, he'll confess Money can't buy happiness Ask the poor man, he don't doubt But he'd rather be miserable with than without If you spend it, please be wiser If you save it, you're a miser You don't want it, you're cuckoo Funny, funny, funny what money can do 
Shut up, Jay. What are you doing? I'm singing. This is singing. Don't you like it? No, I don't like it. You want to sing with me? Can I sing with you? Sure you can. All right. If I do not need it badly. Thanks, we'll give it to you gladly. But I need it. Nuts to you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do if I'm lucky and I make it. You'll be frightened. Well, who can take it? The internal revenue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Birds don't got it, still they sing. Eating winds up on the wing. Ideal life, some folks affirm. So okay, you're a boy, but suppose you're a wine. It's a bad thing, oh yes, very. Full of germs, unsanitary. Will you have some? Oh, thank you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Sorendi petalia carissime catele dei pesos. Si un gagna, mi un gagna, mi un gagna, yen. Yen, ma che sti fagli lo yen? It's lire, lire. Gelt, all right? If I got it. Who's got it? I don't need it. But I need it. If you need it. And I need it. You don't got it. But I want it. You can't get it. Shame on you. What can I do? Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it. Where'd they get it? Get more of it. Can they keep the it? The less they need it. Who don't need the it? The more they love it. How they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Ooh, ooh. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Money, money, we love you. Funny, funny, funny what you can do. That was Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis with The Money Song. Before that, we had Eartha Kitt with Mink, Schmink. And starting off our set was Ella Fitzgerald with Two Little Men in a Flying Machine. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot punch! 
about sloppy joe the latin lothario but havana has a new sensation he's really a modest guy although he's the hottest guy in havana and here's what he has to say they call me cuban pete i'm the king of the rumba beat when I play the maracas, I go chick, chicky boom, chick, chicky boom. Yes, sir, I'm Cuban Pete. I'm the craze of my native street. When I start to dance, everything goes chick, chicky boom, chick, chicky boom. The senoritas, they sing and how they swing with this rumbero. It's very nice, so full of spice. And when they're dancing, they bring a happy ring, Memorecaro. Singing a song all the day long. So if you like the beat, take a lesson from Cuban Pete. And I'll teach you to chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom. See, si, senorita, I know that you will like the chicky boom chick. Cause it's the dance of Latin romance. And Cuban feet doesn't teach you in a hurry like Arthur Mary. You're now in Havana, and there's always mañana. So, senorita, please, take it easy, do it with ease. And you'll love it when you do the chick, chick, chicky boom, chick, chicky boom. Chick, 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 chicky boom, chick, chicky boom, chick, chicky boom.
Another day, the morning found me miles away with still a million things to say. Now, when twilight dims the sky above, recalling thrills of our love, there's one thing. That I'm certain of return. I will to old Brazil, that old Brazil. Man, it's old in Brazil. That's Frank Sinatra with Brazil. Before that, we had Desi Arnaz and Amanda Lane with Cuban Pete. And starting off our set was Harry Belafonte with No! <laughs> the Banana Boat song. Yes, that song is from the 1950s. Please don't talk about me when I'm gone. Though our friendship ceased it from now on And listen, if you can't say anything real nice It's better not to talk at all, that's my advice We're parting, you go your way, I'll go mine It's best that we do Here's a kiss, I hope that this brings lots of luck to you And it makes no difference how I carry on Just remember that you can't talk about me when I'm gone 
that we do and here's a kiss i hope that this brings all the luck in the world to you makes no difference how i carry on just remember please don't talk about me when i'm gone Now, here comes the music. Do I look bothered? Oh, you are awful, but I like you. Ned Was Radio. Good night, sweetheart. 
The Crests with 16 Candles. Before that, we had the Spaniels with Good Night, Sweetheart. Good Night. And starting off our set was Sammy Davis Jr. with Please Don't Talk About Me When I'm Gone. And now a word from our sponsors. Are you a steampunk? A Victorian goth? A Weird West enthusiast? A sky pirate? Or just steam curious? If so, then join the Texas Steampunk Connection as we review and enjoy steampunk books, movies, comics, games, films, and events all over the great state of Texas. Come along with your hosts, Flavio, Erica, and Thax, as we enjoy steampunk adventures and share our discoveries with you. Something, 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 hats, corsets, boots, etiquette, pistachios, a teapot, bullocks. Find us on Facebook and fanboytv.com or wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> Goggles, gear, something, something, and, and always, always mind, mind your, your gauges. gauges. 
And if you would like to sponsor this show, you can <gasps> simply by emailing us at clockworkcabaret at gmail.com with the word advert in the subject line. I wonder, wonder who, 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 who wrote the book out
Belmonts with I Wonder Why, a song disappointingly not having, let, you know, vampire free. What? This is it, the Belmonts, the Simon Belmonts. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, somebody make oh. a doo wop band a called ca- Simon and the Belmonts and make all your it's songs about, joke. yes, it's a Castlevania joke, make all your songs about vampires. <laughs> that's a free, that's a free idea that, for our listeners. took me a minute there. I was like, where are you? Well, yeah. Well, also, they really did like uh, weird genre songs. Yes, that was a big thing. We found so many like what we collections would... of sci-fi music. Yeah, like I guess what, what would you call them? Like par- um, par- not, parody not parody songs, songs but like they're... spoof or just like funny. <laughs> I don't know. It they was... really liked gimmicky songs. Yeah. Like, it had to be about something, and then there was a whole theme. We found early 
uh, chipmunk song yeah. before Alvin and, and then the, the chipmunks, chipmunks like, actually they, became a thing. They discovered they could speed up the tape, and isn't yeah. that hilarious? Because, yeah. you know, one-eyed, 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 one-armed, flying purple people eater is a that thing that people thing. love. Also, well, and also uh, <sighs> sci-fi and, oh, sci-fi and horror, is very big. horror movies become a big thing in the 1950s. That's when the blob Continuing yeah. and like Well, you had a lot of, a horror of those. in the 1930s and, and things that I think is just continuing on, like sci-fi. Well, the, they, all, they all go from supernatural to sci-fi. Yeah, but there's also all of the... Newfangled modern inventions right. of like ro- like like smell o vision and <laughs> shaky cam vision right. and all of these different things were gimmicky gimmick, things gimmick songs yeah. and gimmick filmography yeah. became a thing yeah I uh, believe I believe three uh, D I believe they did some experimental three D movies in probably. the nineteen fifties um, the day the Earth stood still. Um, you know, uh, UFOs become a big thing. This is also you, when oh, Area right. Area, Area 51. Fifty-One becomes a thing. Um, all of this right, stuff, right? Because keep out in mind, we are, we are ramping up to go into NASA and when we yeah. actually go to the moon and yeah. like, and of course, if you think the nineteen fifties and you think kitsch, you think UFOs yeah. and yeah. aliens well, and you know the Bride of the Atom and. Ed well, Wood and, was making movies. Yeah, and if you're of, in his Angora sweaters. Yeah, and if you're of our our age, our generation, you probably remember John Waters movies. Right. And John Waters really, really loved to hearken back to the 1950s because that was the era, the kitschy era that he grew up in. Right. And he right. Really right. Liked to, drive-ins become a thing. Yeah. And drive-ins. cheap movies that were fodder for drive-ins yes. become a thing. Yeah. So this is the this is the the rise of the B movie. Yeah. The oh, movie done on the cheap. Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Right. Right. The Incredible Shrinking Man. These oh are, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I mean, uh, like Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yes. Is is a thing. Yeah. And Glenn or Glenda and and if you are like me and you love you love you some old Ed Wood um I will warn you blackface is still in use in 1950s America no. and it will pop up and you will be horrified because <laughs> oh, oh it is terrible counterculture also becomes a much bigger thing than it well, was well this is the, also yeah. the time period of the beatnik yeah um I mean, you know, counterculture has always been there. Yeah, like, no, there's yeah. always it's always around. It doesn't but seem it's to matter. Accessible to I would say to larger swaths of America now because before you had to live in a city where yeah. there was a counterculture, and now you have access to maybe not the entirety of a counterculture, but you get little gleams and glimpses through well, movie and also, radio and television. Well, and a lot, yeah, and in the later in the later fifties, you get. A lot of uh, TV shows that, and and from the 1950s into the 1960s, Mm -hmm. that start uh, kind of showing the counterculture a little bit more. Um, There's a shift away. Dobie Gillis had uh, Maynard G. Krebs. Right. And and why do I know this? (laughs) Because you watched a lot of Gidget? No, it's because my my mother was a fan of that show. And, (laughs) and, And yeah, and Gidget... Gidgetson is more in the 1960s. 60s, right. But, well, that's when you but, get surf rock and... Yeah. Well, but the idea... So, and it makes sense to a certain extent because uh, the 1950s were... You, you're coming out of the 1920s, which were the roaring 20s for a reason. In the 1940s, mm-hmm. you had to buckle down because yeah. the war was on. And uh, there was a, a, a 
vibrant counterculture in the 1940s. That's where yeah. you got swing and jazz, you know, yeah. jazz and all that some other stuff. Uh, 1950s, it goes mainstream, but mainstream America also goes very, like, oh, very well, prim and proper. Becomes a lot and, more conservative. Right, and conservative. And, and so, and then, of course, the 1960s are, like, a total... It's just rebellion against that. Yeah. And oh man, guys, there's a lot of music to cover in the 1950s. There is so much to cover in the 1960s. Yes. Well, this is Holy also cow. when. Not, yeah, in the 1950s, music starts becoming it's a its exploding. own industry, yeah. really, at this point. Um, you know, before yeah, you start it was around and. and Populating, you know, and right, bands are popping up and things like that. Major and labels like consolidating, yeah. like but collecting but artists. But 1950s is is the start of boy bands, yeah. and and girl groups, mega stars, and, and yeah, and this, this is this is Elvis. Yeah. Elvis becomes a megastar, and suddenly there's money to be made in this industry. Yes, and so this is this is the and also yeah, and also uh, you've got uh, a. Rock and roll music gets split up into various different things. You've got you've got doo wop. You've got oh yeah. Uh, you've got Sub-genres. the country. You've got the country the country oh, yeah. pop music thing going on. Yeah, so uh, all of the all of the June Johnny Carter Cash, and Johnny Cash yeah. and that's all a thing and, and yeah. Dolly Parton and all. Well, she of, starts, well, the 1960s. starts in yeah. the sixties. But, but you get laying the seeds yeah. for all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patsy Cline, all of that stuff. Oh, like yeah, you start Patsy getting Klein's more. You start getting more genres and more little boxes of different music t- to put things in. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. It's very interesting. And speaking of which, we should play some more of that. There was a bee, a pretty little bee. I see why you might choose it. I'd rather have a madman wasp because he plays all the music. Choose the madman wasp. He plays all the music. could take you up in paradise up above if you would tell me i'm the only one that you love life could be a dream sweetheart hello hello again shaboom and hoping we'll meet again oh life could be a dream if only all my precious plans would come true if you would let me spend my whole life loving you life could be a dream sweetheart Now every time I look at you, something is on my mind. If you do what I want you to, baby, we'd be so fine. Oh, life could be a dream if I could take you up in paradise up above. If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love, life could be a dream, sweetheart. Shaboom, shaboom, ya la 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 shaboom, shaboom, ya la 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 shaboom, shaboom, ya la 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 shaboom, Every time I look at you, something is on my mind. If you do what I want you to, baby, we'd be so fine. Life could 
to be a dream. If I could take you up in paradise up above, if you would tell me I'm the only one that you love. Life could be a dream, sweetheart. Hello, hello again. Shaboom, and hoping we'll meet again. Boom, shaboom. Hey, lani, ding, dong, na, lang, na, lang, na, lang. Shaboom, ba, do, ba, do, ba, do, ba, Life could be a dream. Life could be a dream, sweetheart. Life could be a dream. If only all my precious plans would come true. If you would let me spend my whole life loving you. Life could be a dream, sweetheart. sandwich? Well, it's the kind of a sandwich that you're supposed to take. Two pieces of bread and wish you had some meat. Oh, do, do, boom. The other day, I ate a ricochet biscuit. Well, it's the kind of a biscuit that's supposed to bounce off the wall back in your mouth. If it don't bounce back, <laughs> you go hungry. Do, 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 the other day, I ate a cool water sandwich and a Sunday go to meat and bun. Do, 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 what you want for nothing? A rubber biscuit? Do, 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 Feel like rain. 
That's Domino with Ain't That a Shame. Before that, we had the chips with Rubber Biscuit. And starting off our set was the crew cuts with Shaboom. speaking <laughs> oh you sweet thing do I want will I want oh baby you know what I like Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk make the world go round Like a big-eyed girl that make me act so funny Make me spend my money Make me feel real loose Like a long-necked goose Like a girl Oh, baby, that's what I like What's that, baby? But 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 Oh, honey 
and Tilly lays had a pretty face out of ponytail, hanging down, a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk. Lord, make the world go round, round, round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big-eyed girl to make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose like a long-necked goose, like a girl. Oh, baby, that's the one I like. What's that, honey? Pick you up at eight. And don't be late. But baby, I ain't got no money, honey. <laughs> oh, all right, honey, you know what I like. Chantilly lace and a pretty face, ponytail hanging down, a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk. Lord, made the world go round. Ain't another in the world like a big-eyed girl to make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose like a long-necked goose like a girl. Oh, baby, that's what I like! See you later, alligator. Well, I saw my baby walking with another man today. Well, I saw my baby walking with another man today. When I ask her what's the matter, She told me Nearly made me lose my head When I thought of what she told me Nearly made me lose my head But the next time that I saw her Reminded her of what she said See, See you later, alligator Pretty daddy You know my love is just for you She said I'm sorry Pretty daddy You know my love is just for you Won't you say That you'll forgive me And say your love for me is true I said oh, Wait a minute daddy Bill Haley and his comments with See You Later, Alligator. Before that, we had The Big Bopper with Chantilly Lace. 
Oh, the big bopper. And starting off our set was Buddy Holly and the Crickets with Maybe Baby. All right, so a brief little history comment. Ooh, baby, you know what I like. So. <laughs> <laughs> now you've totally ruined it. All right, uh, no, so, tell me more about the history uh, of the 1950s. Bill, Bill Haley and, the Com- and his Comets mm-hmm. uh, did a song called... Uh, Rock Around the Clock. They did indeed. And it was uh, in 1957, I believe? In uh, ni- or nope. Ni- nope. Uh, it was Blackboard be- Jungle, yeah, which was Black- in 1955. Oh, in ni- yes. <laughs> I'm in looking ni- the Wikipedia yeah. page. In yes. 1955, um, the Blackboard Jungle, which starred Sidney Poitier, uh, had that song, Bill Haley and His Comets, with a which was the first time rock and roll had actually been in a movie. And the teenagers, oh. the teeny boppers. <laughs> the teens. Uh, they started dancing in the aisles, and then that's when they started doing... The kids went wild. They did, and that's actually when the start of having rock and roll music in movies actually started yeah. as part of their soundtracks, and which also uh, started Elvis Presley... Oh, uh, yeah. Being in movies and things. Because well, his is, career started in the 1950s. Also, the rise of the teeny bopper, yes. right? Like teenage music fans. Yeah, Pat Boone was weirdly <laughs> a teeny bopper hit. Oh, Connie no. Francis, Ricky Nelson, Bobby Darren, Frankie Avalon, Paul Anka, Neil Sedaka. All those guys. Uh, Bobby Rydell, <laughs> Fa- Fabian. Like all. <laughs> All of these, all of these musicians. It's who, it's hard. To, who, it's hard to take these by things our, seriously. by our modern standards. It's hard to imagine a throng of teenagers going wild but for Pat Moon. Did. But they did. They, they did. did. And also, this is the start of uh, teen rags. The magazines that you know, like Tiger Beat, and all of the oh those things. right, right. This is when those magazines started. Oh no, because because the teen... printing press had impre- had yes. improved. Yeah, well, and teen heartthrobs being a thing, Ricky Nelson actually was one of the biggest heartthrobs. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he was huge. He was huge. He well, was and Annette the... Funicello was yeah. like. Yeah. America's sweetheart. Everybody yes. was in love with her. Yeah. And she was a, well, and she started off as the Mickey, a mouseketeer. Yeah, on the Mickey Mouse and Club. Yeah, so this was a big, this was a big thing. Teeny boppers were a thing. Well, I mean, and you had suddenly a middle class, and they had children who had disposable income, yeah. and all of a sudden, the teen market was a market that you had to appeal to, yeah. which in no other point in time did you have to do that. Well, uh, and also before now, children died in the mines. Well, and in 1959 is when the horrible uh, crash that is that is the plane crash that is con- oh, that is known that is known as the crash. day the music died, and it and it was because uh, in fact someone would write a really long, long song, song about, about it. it. Yes, in the 60s, uh, <laughs> but it. But the big bopper, Richie Valens and Buddy Holly, died in a uh, tragic plane crash in 1959. Supposedly. Because the 1950s also gave rise to the conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. Because we had, as we said, Area 51 and Roswell. And maybe Buddy Holly didn't die in that plane crash. Oh, yeah, there were lots of things like that. Also, this is also, in 1959 is when Elvis... uh, joins the army oh, to go off right. into the Korean War because this is actually so the the late mid 1950s is is when the Korean War happens which is right. often called referred to as the Forgotten War because a lot of people because 
it the Korean War technically never ended. Well, uh, America went in to it in late in I believe like fifty nine. I can look it up. We got and the... then uh, they 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 actually got out of it sometime in the sixties. <laughs> we're like, oh, you know, I know we said we were going to start with that. But, oh, so the war technically beca- began in the nineteenth on, yes. on June twenty fifth, my birthday, when uh, North Korea or no, the day after my birthday when North Korea invaded South Korea. Uh, so the Korean War started in the nineteen fifties. So that it would. Uh, when did America become involved? Let's find out. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it. And then, well, this was also well, I mean, technically, technically, I think it just it just lasted for like three, like a few years or something like that. But, um, but soldiers were still being sent over there for quite some time. Um, and then also at the, uh, at the near the nearing, I believe, Vietnam didn't start. Vietnam started the Vietnam War or Vietnam conflict started oh. in the in the late fifties. For the French and a bunch of other countries, but not for the U.S. The U.S. didn't right. get involved in that. So, the, so the the we Korean learned, War. We had learned that. Uh, well, we were we did, we decided we hated communism. Yes. Well, and I mean, but okay. the but the Korean War is is kind of one of those things. We we sent troops in. We sent troops over there. It was pretty. It was brutal. It was brutal and horrible. This is it. And and then we. We quickly were like, "Oh, this might have been a mistake." Yeah, and we, we need apparently to not we, be we in deployed there. troops fairly early into the Korean yeah. War. I mean, and, okay, so I will say one thing in the defense of not in the defense of, but I will say one thing about the Korean War and later the Vietnam yeah. War and America's obsession with communism. Yes, you have to keep in mind that all during World War II, Soviet Russia was literally taking over smaller countries yes. that had been decimated by Germany yeah. and doing it on purpose. I mean, there's a whole thing with what they did in Poland. Oh, and yeah. they And Russian forces killed, like not allied Russian forces. Remember, the Russians were on our side. Allied Russian forces killed a whole bunch of leaders and, and, and troops and generals and everything in Poland during World War II, because they knew once, like at towards the end, once it was all over, that meant they could slide in there real yeah. easy. So in in America's defense, to a certain extent, we had just gotten done battling a dude that was like, "Hey, you know that country over there that you got? That looks great. I want to take it." <laughs> Including Poland. Like, remember the whole thing with Germany and Poland? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Us looking at Russia at the time, starting to kind of slide into everybody's DMs and take over, to use modern terminology, <laughs> kind of slide in the DMs and be like, hey, Poland, that's a nice country you got there. Um, that was that, That's a little disconcerting. That's yes. a little freaky. We have just literally defeated Hitler. We had to drop some atomic bombs to literally just defeat Hitler. It's still kind of on our psyche. Well... Well, yeah, and also so we're a little we're a little hyper alert and well, a little hyper and, aware of other countries kind of sliding into well, yeah, and so smaller countries and taking them over and and we and we as a we as a country weren't prepared for the Korean invasion for no, the invasion we for the weren't Korean really War. prepared we for any pre- of these wars for for the Soviets to get involved for the for the communists to get involved in Korea we weren't in North Korea we did not expect it also Korea was not involved in. Uh, the 
the treaty, the strategic oh, right. a, the Asian defense perimeter outline, like that that wasn't they weren't they weren't ever mentioned in it. So <laughs> so no one good thought jo- about it. Good job, good job. Yeah. So no one was well. No seems, one was thinking about it. It seems so, obvious now, but. Yeah, yeah, like well, so, just like when we kind of like poo poo the the Cold War, like oh, this was so silly. Why were we so hyperactive? Yeah. Like, like you have to keep in mind, like yeah, like World War Two had literally just happened. Yeah, like Hitler had literally just happened. They were still rebuilding. They were yeah. still burying bodies. You know, so like another country starting to get kind of possessive yeah. Well, yeah, of their neighbors got everybody a little anxious. Yeah, but, and at the time, America was. One of the only allies that was still in a well, position yeah, and, to do and, anything, and because the Korean War was not over, dis- not okay, well, no, not and because the Korean it. War was pretty like America's involvement in the Korean War was only like three or four years. It was a pretty short. I believe we weren't involved for very long because we basically <laughs> not were if like, you watched Mash. Oh, no, we were involved. Forever. Mash was like forever. Which also <laughs> going, well, going by Nash's timeline, we were there twenty years. Yeah. Well, and 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 Mash, if you were a child, Alan of the, Alda got old. Yes, if you were a child of the of the seventies and eighties, you grew up watching Mash because you had no choice. Yes, because Doesn't matter if you wanted to watch Mash, somebody was going to. Well, and you. it's partially because in the seventies there was a uh, a nostalgia for nineteen fifties culture, yeah. and that was part. And for some reason, that was 19, part of it. Yeah, seventies and eighties. Yes. Yeah, we got real. We got our like. Hey, remember when times were simpler back in the 1950s? You mean like right after Hitler had been yes. defeated? Yeah. That doesn't seem simple. But but yeah, uh, I believe like, I think it was like in 1954 or 55 was when the division happened between North and South Korea. And so like all of this, all of these different things going on throughout the world affected a lot of different things. Music in the, in the United States... Um, stayed fairly, or at least popular music stayed fairly uh, innocent. If, yeah, if you well, will. like there, there's always been protest music. Oh, yeah. There's always been protest music. There's always been folk music. There's always been all of this through, like protesting well, war stuff and all I of this mean, through, through, it, through all of it, through and, all, all. And part history. of that was like that music wasn't so innocent. It was just that all of these acts that had been performing this music for a really long time, suddenly realized there was money to be made. Yes. And there was money to be made if, you, again, if you played to Peoria. Yes. Uh, there, if you crossed over into mainstream America, you yes. there there was cash to be had, yes. regardless of whether or not you were a minority. Yes. Which is... Um, which is, which so actually <laughs> goes to our next song set. Yeah. So here we go. Mad Wasp Radio relies on listener support to keep us going. So if you have a spare moment, please visit our donate page on our website, madwaspradio.com, and give us a few pennies.
Little Richard with Lucille, and before that we had Elvis Presley with a cover of Little Richard with Tutti Frutti, which which is a uh, clean version of Little Richard's original song. 
Well, yeah. Well, and and Little Richard did a clean version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, no. I mean, he, he recorded is, it. Yes, he did a clean version himself. The the version he played I in clubs like was to, different. Little Richard was like the prince of nineteen yes. fifties music. I yes. feel like. I feel like. I feel he like was that was as as princey as he could, could be. be. Yes. Like if he could have if he could have been more prince in nineteen fifties, he would have. Elvis Presley was like the Justin Timberlake. I was just gonna say Justin Timberlake because he so wants to be black. <laughs> oh, that's so good because I was literally just about to say Justin. Yes, He's yes. just he wants to be. You know, I mean, and, and he wants to be saying, cool. We're not saying he's bad. He's no. perfectly good at what he does. We like Justin Timberlake. Do he's we? He's perfectly good at what he. He's perfectly good at who and what he is. All right. I mean, I'm never I, gonna forgive him with about how he did Janet Dirty. Yeah. But that's just me personally. Uh, oh, I also have have a per- personal. Uh, uh, feeling for Elvis personally. You have an, an Elvis problem, and, and also an Elvis a, a Justin Timberlake problem. I do, and and it's slightly no, the no, same and problem. Like, and there's and there's like a certain part of me that like there's lots of popular music that I don't like, but I have to admit to get to that level, you have to have talent yeah. and determination and no, and a je ne sais quoi yes. that other musicians do not. Because yes. if you don't, you're never going to reach that level. No, it doesn't matter I how I personally it. feel about yeah. your music. No, I right. I can appreciate that. Elvis had um, a je ne sais quoi. I, Justin Timberlake has the same je ne sais quoi. <laughs> from, so, so partially my, my dislike of Elvis is from a uh, familial standpoint. Oh. So my father, my father uh, bore a striking resemblance to, uh, to Elvis Presley. <laughs> In his younger years. I don't know why I find that so funny. Oh no, but I it's do. it's it's disturbing because I have actually seen pictures of my father. And it's a true. It's and a true it fact. is true. Like yes, and so he would often be told that mm-hmm. throughout his young adult life, and it so just, he had a grudge. So he had a grudge an to axe hold. To yes, grind he did. He did. He had a gr- grudge, an axe to grind against Elvis. See, uh, and and yeah. so. Uh, his dislike of his dislike of Elvis passed on to me. Oh, see, yeah, my my parents because... actually hate Elvis. Oh, see, both my parents dislike Elvis. Oh, um, I I don't I have I again can appreciate Elvis is Elvis. Uh, I don't dislike his music. I enjoy it when it comes on to a certain extent. I am more obsessed with the the cult and the kitsch factor of Elvis Uh, than Elvis himself. I find Elvis as the icon more intriguing than Elvis himself. Uh. Contrast this with another popular 1950s icon, Marilyn Monroe, where I find Marilyn Monroe the person more interesting than Marilyn Monroe the icon. This is also the the era of sex kittens. Oh like, yes, yeah. This sex is a, symbols yeah, become more of it. I just well, thought about that. We well, hadn't... it starts. Well, it starts off in the nineteen forties. Because right. well, that, it certainly had been carrying on from the nineteen twenties. Flappers well, were very. Yeah, know, no, but ooh, actually, so chachi, but one of the you know. first uh, quote unquote sex symbols, Betty Grable. Yeah. People, uh, pilots would actually. Paint, paint her, her on, on the their sides planes, of planes right. and things like that, right, and right. Rita Hayworth and all of that stuff. Um, 
and then in the 1950s, it actually becomes more. Well, it's also when mass uh, media becomes play, more well, acceptable. Playboy, Playboy magazine oh, starts Playboy in the starts. 1950s. That's true, Playboy. So you have yeah. the, again with the uh, the the concept of this this idealized version yeah. of American life rather than reality. Yeah. Like the Playboy model, like the Playboy model yeah. is the perfect lady, and the Playboy yeah. guy smokes a pipe and wears a robe all day, and yes. I don't, I don't know anything else about. That's pretty like much. Like he's got, yeah, just got a robe and a pipe. That's and pretty much all you need. Yeah, to know. doesn't actually know how to talk it's to women. It's all about gender roles. Yeah, strictly enforced. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once again, like they're strictly enforcing these gender roles because women got a little too uppity in the forties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, women and minorities got a little too uppity in the forties because they were left to run things and they started getting ideas in their heads. We can't have that. We can't have that. Let's nail that back down into place. That's gonna go really well. It's gonna go super well. We are not gonna see any kind of civil unrest in the nineteen sixties. I guarantee. Really? Okay. Sure. You're, you're going to make a... Yes, that's, um, that's my prophecy. And I feel like our last song of the set is going to really prove it. Because it's not like a black artist is telling a a white male institution to roll over because he's the new thing in town right. at, at all. Um, ignoring the fact that Beethoven was actually biracial, but... Uh, you know, Chuck Berry probably didn't know that because yeah. most of America didn't know that. Yeah. But, yeah, no. I mean, again... Think about this. Is a black man in 1950s America telling one of the pinnacles of classical music, hey, dude, (laughs) you need to get out of here because guess what? There's a new kind of music in town. Yes. And so uh, that leads us to the last song of the show. And that is Chuck Berry with Rollover Beethoven. And we will see you next week when we delve into... Something part, about the sixties, part where at least part of the nineties. It might actually ha- ha- this might actually have to be several parts because yeah. there's a lot of music of the sixties that and, we and can't figure out. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I feel we, confident that there's no unrest. It's going to be smooth yeah. sailing. Oh sure, sure, smooth sailing. There's not the Vietnam War. No, there's not going to be any civil like, rights. No, or women's rights. Burning bras. No, no and certainly. Art isn't going to get yeah. go crazy because I haven't even talked about what happened in the 1940s and the 1950s or birth control. in art because we didn't have time. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, but that'll be fun. 1960s. Yeah, it's not week. like Andy Warhol was a thing.
got nothing to lose. Roll over Beethoven, tell Sikorsky the news. You know she wiggle like a glowworm, dance like a spinning top. She got a crazy partner, you ought to see him reel and rock. Long as she got a dime, the music won't never stop. I roll over Beethoven. Oh, I wonder what'll happen if I press this button. Don't. Oh. What happened? A sign lit up saying... You're listening to Mad Wasp Radio. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Now go, cat, go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoes. You can do anything but they off of my blue suede shoes. Well, you can knock me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place, and do anything that you want to do. Uh-uh, honey, lay up on my shoes And don't you step on my blue suede shoes You can do anything but lay off on my blue suede shoes Car. You drink my liquor from my old fruit jar You do anything that you want to do But uh-uh, honey, lay up for them shoes And don't you step on my blue suede shoes You can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoes Right! For the show, three to get ready now. Go, cat, go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoes. You can do anything but half of my blue suede shoes. But it's blue, blue, blue suede shoes. Make it pretty, baby, a Sunday coat. 
Under my house with black cat bones I take my baby all the way from home Mother left for the world he been Up to your house and gone again Four dilly, four dilly, have you heard My pretty baby said she was a bird
bring her in. I'm gonna find her. Just for you, 